This morning we had a wonderful uh, experience at the farmer's market. Uh, wonderful, both sad and joyful. We needed to go to the farmer's market to get some things. And uh, so we're walking around and we see this lady with a booth selling lavender and jewelry. And immediately we remembered our friend John. So uh, we started going to auctions in our local area back in the fall when we moved here and we started our little flip selling business. And at this auction, the one we go to every Wednesday, we met this man named John. He's an older gentleman. And one day he just came up to us. He actually helped me bid on something. And he said he used to be um, an auctioneer in Kentucky. And we were like, oh my gosh, we just moved from Kentucky. And we just built a friendship with him. He told us he makes his own handmade uh, sterling silver and gold jewelry. He has a lavender farm. And every week we would so enjoy connecting with him. Um, he would tell us the things that are valuable to buy. It was just a really um, fun connection. So the auctions shut down. This auction shut down in December mm -hmm. and didn't reopen until March. And we went started going again in March and we haven't seen him since since then. Mm -hmm. And we've always wondered, we're like, I wonder what happened to John. And like in the back of our mind, we were like, did he pass away? But you never want to think someone has actually passed away because he really wasn't that old. Mm -hmm. So... We're at the, uh, the farmer's market where I remember him saying he sells his lavender at this farmer's market. And then we see this uh, lady with her lavender and bracelets. So we're like, we think that that's John's wife. Mm -hmm. So we walk up, started talking to her and Scott immediately just says we knew John from auctions. And yeah, because he... it's awkward. You don't want to ask like, has he passed? And, and so she was like, yes, he, you know, he passed away in February. And so it was incredible, you know, obviously sad. Yeah. Um, but also like we were able to uh, talk with her and share our experience of her, yeah. her late husband. And, uh, you know, just this, this like, wow, like this is very real. This is someone we mm. know. Um, and now it's, I've always run away from things like this. I've always run away from <clears throat> hard conversations or hard yeah. emotions or something like that. But like to actually be like, no, like we want to talk about this. Death is a very real part of life. Death is a very real part of all of our lives. We one day will all die. And so, you know, you were saying how if like you were walking around and people knew both of us, it would be awkward not to talk. You know, how is Scott? Is he, is he okay? Where, you know, where is Scott? We haven't seen him. And it would be a natural part of life to discuss someone's passing. And to honor them. Mm -hmm. And so it was really wonderful just to to talk to his wife and uh, just explain how we had known John and uh, that we had appreciated knowing him for for the brief time that we did. And we were able to bless her. And, you know, we wanted to, again, this whole thing of economy, you know, to bless uh, the widow of someone we knew and, and by buying their uh, things. But we just so she to... had all of his uh, jewelry out that she had left of what he had made. And it was so amazing. So I immediately was drawn to this bracelet and I picked it up and she was like, that's the only one of its kind that John ever made. So we just got got into thinking of this whole thing again of, you know, so many, uh, so many of us, the millennial generation, we've been so disconnected from local community, disconnected from relationships, disconnected from family, disconnected from belonging and meaning. And for us, you know, this is the, the, the very real part of community is, is the mixing of death uh, with place, the mixing of people and legacy with place. You know, us living in the city, we would 
never have, you know, we'd be shopping at Whole Foods and we'd be, uh, you know, there, there trying is... to get to know people, <clears throat> but the city is so transient mm -hmm. that you would get to know people and then they'd just be gone. And you're like, oh, probably never going to see them again. Yeah. And, or we'd be gone. Yeah. We'd move. Whereas now living in a little, little rural place, it's like, okay, you know, people are part of this place. And so it's been a really interesting thing for us, this thing of being long somewhere. You know, we've only been here for nine months, um, but it really is that thing of, you know, starting to really get to know who is who. And, and, and the biggest part of this is economy. God's design for us is work. You know, so often uh, in this modern liberal world, work is evil and leisure is what we are to all pursue. Uh, now, leisure is not bad. It just work is our purpose. Work is what God made us to do, to work the garden, uh, to disciple the nations, to steward creation. Work is what God has made us to do. And it is through work that we form relationships. It is through work that we uh, gain honor and status and, and, and relationship. Money is a store of value. Work is a creation of value. So money and work are connected. And so this is why Jesus talks so much about money, because it is one of the chief concerns of people's lives. You know, you go to a local business and you meet with the local owner and, you know, they are doing this business to support their family, to support their life. And likewise, all of us, money is one of the chief concerns of our life. Now, we're not to love money. It's just like saying oxygen. We're not to love oxygen, but it is a necessary part of our life. And so we build relationships around that. And that's not a bad thing. It's just to see things rightly. Of like, wow, my work is a wonderful place to form relationships. Our local economy is a wonderful place to form relationships. And so we just wanted to really bring that to, to our attention um, as well as yours is this thing of understanding how valuable the local economy is in building relationships. It's not a frivolous thing because a lot of people will be like, oh, you know, money is evil and work is evil. Uh, and, you know, I just go to work and let's get out. It's like, no, that's where you're going to actually form relationships is with the people that you exchange money with. So we just want to encourage you guys and encourage ourselves. Yeah. Does anyone know you're gone? In your local area, when you're doing your rounds, do people know your name? Do people know a little bit about you? Do you know about their names? If you were gone, would people miss you? And that's not a selfish thing. That's not a pride thing. It's, it's a part of community. We want to feel belonging. We want to feel known. But don't do it over social media. Don't do it over, you know, this. Uh, that's a tool for connection, mm -hmm. but that's yeah. not the end goal. Yeah. Use social media to connect with people in real life. You know, I think that's the big encouragement for me this morning with the story. It's a sad story and it's a wonderful story. But it's like, oh my gosh, we missed this guy. We knew his name. We knew he had a wife. We knew his business well enough to be like, wow, this is probably his wife. This is probably him. And, and you know, how many people know you in that way? And that's a wonderful thing to, to start really pushing. And so just in your daily rounds, you know, this is not a, okay, I've got to go and work and do this. And it's like, no, no, no. Like when you go to the coffee shop, just ask them their name, you know, ask it's just small chit chats and stuff like that. Because I used to think that was frivolous. Like I don't want small talk. I don't want any of this, but it comes from our very transient life of like, well, there's always a new barista at Whole Foods. There's always a new person in the line at Walmart. It's like, there's no point in knowing their name. There's no point in getting to know them. But when you start going to the small, you know, business really, owners, yeah, <laughs> it's like, they're going to be the same guy for the next, however long they're alive, you know? And so it, it is good to start knowing their names. And, and that's the real joy. So we just want to encourage you as well. If you do live in the city, that's fine. You're blessed in the city, right? You don't want to be 28, blessed in the, 
in the city, blessed in the field. Really in the city, take a lot of work. Start finding the small shops, start finding the small business owners, start finding the people in your church who have uh, services and products that you could use and, and then build a relationship around that and get to know people and be known by people. Praise God. God bless.